live from Brooklyn, New York, for Busy Sessions. It is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. gentlemen welcome to another edition of stay busy with armand sadler busy sessions this is our artist performance and interview series where we bring in some of your favorite or soon to be favorite artists to tell you about their lives do some performances for you and just hear their insight and their minds as you know it is stay busy women's history month aka bad and busy so we are bringing in some incredible people but first I am Armand Sadler, the Ronda Rousey of rhetoric, the Lisa Leslie of language, the Janet Jackson of journalism, and the Pam Greer of podcasting. But it's not about me. I am here with someone very, very special. Now, today's guest is Harlem's Finest, who can stimulate your eyes, ears, and body, as she is a singer, songwriter, actress, and certified yoga instructor. You may have seen her perform live at her residency at Groove. Or shows at Time Out Market, Brooklyn Music Kitchen, and more. She's tied to some greats as she's appeared on Static Selecta and Terminology's 1982 EP and Paul Wall's Give Thanks. It seems like Valentine's Day and Valentine's Weekend is her is her zone. You know, she's released her debut EP, Couples Theory, in 2020, uh, the live studio version a year later, and recently put it on me. Here to talk about it all and to give you some incredible vocals and to have some fun. I got the homie Mia J here. How are you? What's good? Listen, I would like to be introduced like that forever now. Like, <laughs> hi, this is Mia Ann. What's <laughs> good? We 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 got it. We got to gas up our it's guests, nice. and it's not gas. It's it's me telling the truth. It, these are things you. that you've done. You out here? So, how, how are you? I'm I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci. How are you? Today? Good. It good, is good. Saturday. Good. Thanks that's for time. asking. You know, I'll, I'll I'll ask guests how how are they, and I don't expect it back. But you asking? Oh, that's rude. You giving it back meant a lot. Mental health. So thank how you. are you? Doing? I'm swell. How is your I'm swell. Week? Thank you for asking. <laughs> thank you for asking. But it's not about me. So we we gonna start with a fun little game. You know, okay. loosen up. Oh, so, games. Okay. <clears throat> y'all ready for it? What do you say, Mia oh. J? So hey, it rhymes. I got to give credit to my executive producer. He's a, he's a, he's a he's a magician with these <laughs> games. Um, so first question: Who is the most impactful singer of our generation, and why? Man. Most impactful singer of art. You're just going out the gate with these questions. Hard hitting journalism here. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say Whitney, honestly, Mm. because I feel like there's not a singer out that's not going to say Whitney didn't influence them in some way, shape, or form. Like, Mm. I think so much of the way I perform and how I want people to perceive me is so much of her Mm -hmm. performance. So, yeah, Whitney Houston, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. I like that answer. I like the explanation. Nice, nice. What do you feel like Mia J brings to the world of music? That no one else does. Oh man, me, son. I'm wild though. <laughs> but um, just also, I feel like there's there's a there's an honesty in my music that I think is really important. You know, because mm. of course you hear all the the pretty sides of shit, and you right. hear. I feel like it's it's always like either polar opposites, either terrible or it's really good. But there's it's the nuance in between is where I try to live with okay. my music, and that's kind of what. I want to bring to the table. And people don't really talk about it enough. Plus, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. Talk about it. What is one song that you love that you wish more people knew about? 
A song I wrote or just a song in general? In general. Oh. We're, we're, we're gonna talk about your music. Don't worry. We're, 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 we're gonna get to <laughs> um, truly anything. Foreign exchange is put out. Anything at all. Foreign, foreign exchange. exchange. Okay. But I'm. A, oh my god, Fonte. I love foreign exchange. Damn. What is that? Leave it all behind. Leave it all behind. Okay. And I can't remember what album it's on, but it's a black and white cover. Oh, I can't remember the album. It's a black and white cover. Y'all mm. can find it. It's a black and white cover. <laughs> but it's fire. Yeah. Leave it all behind okay. is the name of the song. It's all right. I, I don't think I've heard that. So what? I'll have to check it out. Tomfoolery. You have to. All right. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm embarrassing myself. <laughs> what would the theme be of a Mia J Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, what? Super, it'd be Harlem. It'd be like you take a block <laughs> of town and put it on a stage. Absolutely. I'd have camp. I'd have all of Dipset come out. Oh, don't give me that. I'd hard. have all of Dipset come out. It'd mm. be great. I, I've always wanted to be the girl that sings Cam's hooks. So, Cam, <laughs> right here. Like, but yeah, that would be it. It'd definitely be like you took a block in Harlem and brought mm. it to the Super Bowl. I love that. Oh, yeah. I love that. So it sounds like manifestation. Listen, so. talking. When yeah. when you see her do that when? In, in in some years, just know she said it first here on Stay Busy. <laughs> so you 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 rep Harlem super super hard. Sure were, you, were you born and raised in Harlem? I was. Okay. I was indeed. I love Harlem. Um, I did a little bouncing around, but yeah, Harlem is Harlem's home for mm. sure. Hell yeah, absolutely. 18th Atlantic. Mm, 18th yeah. Atlantic. All right. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice, nice. And uh, with with you, you know, obviously with music, like was this something that in your household, like did you have? Uh, family members who were musicians or was this something that you kind of found on your own no so um my mother is or was a talent manager and oh, my nice. father they both worked in um in tv and my father mm. can sing he wasn't like his main job but he can sing very yeah. well very well i don't know why he didn't do that <laughs> right but um yeah so they knew very early on that i could sing so my track was all broadway really mm. early like all i wanted to do was theater i never wanted to put out like mainstream music right and then yeah in 20 shit 2017, 2018, mm. I met Terminology at a party. It was a karaoke party. Wow. And I sang at a karaoke party. And he was like, oh, you can sing. And I was like, yeah, we're going to work together. And he was like, yeah, okay. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then um, <laughs> we put out Better Man. And then we put out Couples Therapy. And now I'm sitting here with you. <laughs> That's incredible. That's yeah, incredible. That's very dope. Well, what was the very first song that you wrote, if you remember? And like, what age were you? Damn, I had to be like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember too much of it it was mm. you know some, some ridiculous stuff but it was definitely like it was my first foray into songwriting but songwriting wasn't what i wanted to do at all mm-hmm. like broadway the, th- the best thing about broadway i feel like is like you you step into an already created role so yeah. it's like this is what i am this is what i do this is what mm-hmm. i have to do but all of this i think that's why i'm so kind of like you know guarded and protected about my music is that mm-hmm. it's all me like these are my yeah. stories this is all these things have happened i didn't like make them up and this isn't like it's different when you write for someone else right mm-hmm. but all of these are for me and from my experiences so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's all real personal and shit so what's different about mia J the actress and mia J the singer songwriter oh mia J the actress is like it's a very polished kind of image. Like, you have to be a certain way, mm. and you know. But me, myself, like, I guess I'm polished a little bit. But, <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's not how I normally am. And it's mm. not how, how my normal stance is. You know, you have to be like, my name's Mia. I'm here to audition for X, Y, and Z. And mm. this is what I'm going to do. But, like, you know, I don't really talk like that. <laughs> so, um, it's the cool thing about doing mainstream music, though, is that I can be myself. Yeah. You know, even even though at times you're like, all right, am I too much? Is it too this? You know, you have to really get in yourself, in your head a lot. Especially as a black woman and mm-hmm. as an Afro Latina, like I really have to, you think about them more than I feel like the average person necessarily would. Like, am I taking up too much space? And I feel like that is a fear of black women a lot that we yeah. take up too much. Mm-hmm. But 
there's no such thing as taking up too much space. If I need more space, then y'all need to move. Like, fuck. <laughs> I like that. I like the energy. I was, I was going to ask, like, have you, do you, in, you know, pursuing acting opportunities, like, and feeling that pressure to conform, okay. like, how, how do you kind of stay true to yourself, but then also, like, I, I have to fit this mold for this role, or I have to be this for this role. Like, um, how do you balance that? It's hard. It's hard, because mm-hmm. a lot of times I do find myself sometimes being a little inauthentic, you mm-hmm. know, because you have to fit the role, but the beauty of doing mainstream music is that I can be like, this is the mold that I'm creating, mm-hmm. and either, like, either you fuck with it if you don't, and yeah. if you don't, well, then you corny, and that's personal, <laughs> like, you know, but it's, it's, and that's what I've liked so much about doing mainstream music over Broadway as opposed mm-hmm. to like, you know, there's only four black parts on Broadway now. So like yeah. either you and all 80,000 other black women auditioning in New York will get it mm-hmm. or, you know, you can create your own lane and mm-hmm. you can do what you want with it, which is really dope and get a solid team behind you to help you like make that vision happen. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you told the story about, you know, 2017, uh, meeting terminology mm-hmm. and, you know, your debut EP, Couples Therapy, came out 2020. So talk about the journey from you know, deciding to put out music yeah. rather than just doing, you know, uh, acting. And then what ultimately led to the debut EP coming in 2020? Man, it was a long time coming. So um, I I, re- I was just like, you know, fucking around the studio recording things. And mm-hmm. then um, I wrote Better Man. Um, Great record. Thank Great you. Record. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's honestly like it's, it's one of my like most prized yeah. records ever. It's Better Man because it has just so much meaning to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I wrote that song um, at the Samon Airport. Mm. on a napkin because uh, term seven that beat and I was like fucking with it I couldn't write like and then um, yeah I wrote at the airport um, I recorded when I came back do you still have that napkin I do absolutely <laughs> that's awesome absolutely I do I do I'm gonna frame that shit because <laughs> yeah. it was just like you know I, I was writing and I was like you know I don't and of course obviously as you can tell by the content I was going through a breakup right so it was mm. like I don't I didn't know what to do so it kind of yeah. all just came out and then um, when I recorded it I was like, all right, this is, you know, this is dope. And then mm-hmm. we put it out and people really started fucking with it. And mm-hmm. so people were like, what are you going to do next? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I, like, <laughs> I don't know. This is, it's my third day out I here. Like, I just been out here three days. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, um, so I did, uh, what was the second single? How It Feels was next. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we put out the EP. But the EP, <laughs> um, I technically probably finished that EP like, maybe a year and change before it even came out. Right. And that I find like as an artist is my biggest thing is releasing music. Cause mm. it's like, yo, it's like your kids, you send your kids out into the world mm. and like you have to be open to the criticism because not everybody's going to like you. Like not mm. everyone has good taste. That's unfortunate. And yeah. not everyone's going to like you, you know, mm. but um, yeah, it's, it's getting past that part. So it took, I was finished the album probably in, 2019 and wow. i put it out in 2020 yeah right before the world closed so like you know i had great <laughs> timing right i had great timing <laughs> <laughs> we had um we had an artist on busy sessions uh it was like episode two who talked about um how he sometimes finds himself stressing out about how people are going to react to the music Absolutely. before you even put the music Absolutely. out and you spoke about you know like it's it's your kid you, you kind of guard it like at this stage, now that you know you put out couples therapy, you put out the live version, put it on me is doing well. Like, do do you feel yourself kind of like loosening up no. with that? No, you're still not. At all. <laughs> not at all. I sit in the car with my manager every day. I'm like, I hate everything. I'm oh throwing out. God. She's like, I'm gonna ignore you because in two days you're gonna feel differently. It's just, mm-hmm. it's you know, and I I I hope I it gets easier, but I hope I never lose that that amount of of you know 
critical deference with my projects. Mm, like, I don't want to just difference. put out anything. Like, people just be putting out anything these days. I don't want, I want my music to have longevity. Like, I want mm-hmm. people in 30 years to still be able to play Put It On Me. In 30 years, there's a lot of shit now that you won't listen to. That's right. And I feel like all the artists that I really like and really spoke to me and influenced me at all, that's timeless music. So I, like, you know, yeah, we can have, like, a viral TikTok hit, and that's lit. Like, mm-hmm. nothing against that. Please give me one. It'd be great. Put It On Me. Y'all want to do a little dance to it? I'm here for it. But more so i want to make timeless music and yeah. you know shit we'll listen to forever yeah yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that but Absolutely. it also shows how much you care yeah like it's, it's just, you're not just doing this for a bag it, there's Absolutely. there's love attached to it yeah and you can feel when there's love in the music versus they're just doing this to just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's exactly like i i love music like i went to school for music i've been mm. doing this my whole life so like it's it's super important down to just like the way things are mixed, the keys things are in, the fact that I play with the band. Everyone's like, oh, you don't play the tracks. Like, I can, mm-hmm. I can, but no, I'd much rather bring my band out, even mm-hmm. if that's like at my expense, because it's about the entire experience. And I want you to go to a Mia J show and then leave and be like, yo, that was some shit. Mm-hmm. She brought her whole band out and did what? Like, that was fire. <laughs> not just like, oh, yeah, she's another pretty girl who could sing a song. Like, everyone can do that, but mm-hmm. not everyone can give you a show like mine. And mm-hmm. I think that's what's important. Okay. Talk about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, um, the residency at Groove. I, I really wanted to fun. make it out. I had some things going on, but it's like to, to talk about talk about the, that experience. Yeah, the groove is dope. The groove, um, <laughs> the groove's dope. This set with the groove is wild because it's a very long set. So mm-hmm. it's from. 9 p.m. to 12.45. Mm. Um, and I definitely, definitely am grateful that I did theater prior to this. Because, you know, it's a marathon. And mm. there's no... For me, live performance is, is better than the studio. When I started recording, that was the biggest thing for me, was being able to be like, okay, you can do it again. Like I'm like, I could do this again. Don't let me do that. Because I'll million take me in this bitch. Don't make <laughs> me do that shit again. But, you know, with theater, it's a one and done. And yeah. same thing with performance. It's a one and done. If you're flat, you're flat. And you better fix it or, like, you know, make mm. a joke out of it or something. Or mm. if you get a lyric, you better bull shit or something you know so um and i feed off the audience a lot you know Mm -hmm. like that's a huge part of it for me it's like you know interacting with my audience and being a part of that so yeah Mm -hmm. no it's it's definitely i i like live performances more Mm -hmm. even if they are marathon performances like that so Mm -hmm. it it was dope and it was really dope to see people come back like after a couple Mm -hmm. weeks like we saw you on the first week and came back this (laughs) week i'm like y'all came back Mm -hmm. little me (laughs) but yeah it's it was really dope and it's definitely something um yeah, I enjoy doing so. Yeah, Groove, I'll see you soon, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so now with Put It On Me Out, which, you know, you, you were talking about timeless music, and there's definitely like a timeless feel Thank to that. You. It's it, it, I kind of get old school vibe yeah, from it, but sure. it's still very modern. Like music Thank like you. that lives very well within this era. So what's 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 coming next? What can we expect? There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely putting out more music for sure. Um, I've spent like the last the last like two years really just in the studio working on stuff so now that i've got like music stockpiled i can i can finally really drop projects so yeah there's a bunch of stuff coming out so Mm -hmm. i'm really excited stuff like you know i think things that people expect from me but like Mm -hmm. you know i'm trying to move away from so many heartbreak records maybe Mm -hmm. turn up a little bit you know (laughs) get Uh (laughs) popping but um yeah you know i I definitely would say heartbreak records are might be my foundation and Mm -hmm. it's just you know it's the thing about heartbreak is that it's 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 a shared experience. And that's the big thing about music is it's our shared human experiences, mm-hmm. right? So every song that you've related to has been like, yo, because that's happened to me. Like, Scissors, I hate you. You know how many men I've said I hate you too in my fun? Like, <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Yeah, it was shitty of you to make me feel just like uh-huh. this, son. But like, 
I feel like that's that's so important in your music. You know? yeah. So like if you're not tapping into like human experiences, that's why when music gets too niche, it's kind of like, well, mm-hmm. right, this is a dope beat and this is cool, but like I don't I don't feel it. Like I want yeah. people to feel what I'm saying, you know? Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I definitely want to make sure I keep that that level of integrity in my music. So yeah, there's gonna be things that people will expect, but there'll be some new shit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I was gonna say it was it was very uh, very future Hendrix of you to put couples therapy out you Valentine's know? Day weekend. Listen, I'm just saying. <laughs> but you know, it's I'd like break my heart if you want to. <laughs> it's I feel like a lot of artists approach Valentine's Day so like gimmicky, like they have to put you know a, a love song out, something romantic, yeah. something where people could cuddle to all that. And so yeah, ain't like, nobody cuddling a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so, couple therapy. <laughs> So, you know, for you, like, I, I guess I want you to talk a little bit about, like, the, the, the mindset and, and the strategy and planning that, that, that went into doing that. And, like, you know, because the thing about Valentine's Day weekend is a lot of people want to be with lovers. A lot of people are with their lovers. But a lot of people be spending it alone. <laughs> and, 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 and they be thinking about someone who did them dirty and that, you know, so, so you're, you're putting something out that is relevant. Right. For, for well, rather you put something out that was relevant for, for people. So talk talk about that that experience and like what went into that. Like, nah, I, I gotta put it out at this time. It was it was I, I won't even hold you. It was definitely a bit of a fuck you. Yeah, it was. Hey. It was like worried. Well, happy it fucking Valentine's Day, my guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, because it's I was I was in that group of people who mm-hmm. did not have a Valentine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was also you know. It, it just, it felt very fitting because yeah. of the topic. And yeah, it was definitely a fuck you. But mm-hmm. it was, you know, all my other Valentine's Day has, had, had been spent very different, mm-hmm. you know. So it was it was like one of my very first single Valentine's Days, too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit, I got to make it something other than Valentine's Day. So it's the day my album came out, mm-hmm. you know. And that, that, that definitely, you know. I hate using Trumps as a word, but damn, yeah, Trumps. <laughs> it feels so <laughs> it, nasty. It does. I'm like, I feel like I'm constantly Trumps. It, um, it overshadows mm, Valentine's there we go. Day for me, for sure. It's funny because I have it um, tattooed on my ankle and everyone's always like, oh my God, it's a true anniversary. And I was like, the anniversary of my album coming out. They're like, oh, it's not your, no, 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 no. no, no. This is way better though. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like that you put out a, um, a live studio version Thank of it as well you. because I think what a lot of artists don't realize is when you're you're like early in it, like yeah. you have the creative freedom to do whatever you want. want. You yeah. can literally do anything and a lot of them don't. Mm-hmm. And so for you to, to do that, like talk about the planning that went into that and like the, the, the reception of, of the live version. Yeah. So with the with the live album, my again, like when I perform, I perform with the band. Mm-hmm. So um, and I was super like, you know, when I came up, I was really heavily influenced by like, you know, MTV's Unplugged, like Lauren's Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Like that's something you always want to be able to replicate or like when, you know, you would have tracks back in the day and they'd be back in the day. Jesus. But like, you know, <laughs> you have tracks like whenever like you'd have the live version on like yes. the album, like for like bodyism, like when there was like the live Tyrone version, which mm-hmm. is different than the studio Tyrone version. And I think a lot of my records sound different. Mm-hmm. Um on the on the live version over the studio version, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, that was that was definitely me and my management, and um, we had a really dope opportunity with Virago uh, TV to do like a live concert, mm-hmm. and it was in the middle of you know lockdown, so you couldn't do nothing, right. so you know people uh, got to sit at home and watch me perform for them on Valentine's <laughs> Day, so that was cool. There you go. And you know, I'm sure people were cuddled up and they were like, oh, 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 yeah. oh shit, all right, well, this, this is not giving this love, is, this is hot, you know, but this is where we won't be, yeah, um, yeah. you know, but. Uh, yeah, it was it was really dope, and it was it was really dope to have the whole band record it and have mm-hmm. like the backup singers and have the whole vibe because that's you know that's that's my main goal. Like I want mm-hmm. like one day or I will one day have like you mm-hmm. know a tour with like a big band and like the band stands and my initials on it and the mm-hmm. whole like shebang. Yeah, 
that's that's definitely what I envisioned, you know. So it was it was like that on a smaller scale. So it was really dope. I think moving forward, I would love to do like live versions of all of my albums. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jess. <laughs> Um, I in in doing my research on you, scrolling through Instagram, oh. you know, heavy heavy research there. <laughs> uh, I, I saw the post about how you know when you uh, advertised 1982, ten years prior to that, you had background vocals on uh, Skyzoo's album, The Great Debater. So talk about like that's so funny. That, wow, you did okay research. You know, this is what I do. This is what I do. But <laughs> talk about you know that that full circle moment and. Uh, some other maybe like full circle moments a you've lot. had in your career. Yeah. So the Skyzoo child, the Skyzoo thing is really funny. So, damn, I was still in college. So I don't, even, I don't even think I was. No, I was twenty. I had just turned twenty one, mm. and I'd always been a big fan of Skyzoo. Mm. And he had tweeted something, and I responded to his tweet. I was like, "Sounds like you somebody fire on your hook, some dumb shit." That I was like, <laughs> "Ain't no one ever gonna listen." And then he DM'd me, and he was like, "Yeah, so how do you feel?" And I was like, "Oh shit." Well, I didn't think that far. Yeah, that's how I feel. You know, like, did the whole confidence thing. And mm-hmm. so um, he was like, well, I'd like to hear you sing. And he was like, so when are you performing next? And I was like, I do theater, dog. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm in school. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to the Village Underground. And I did an open mic night. Mm-hmm. And um, I invited him out. And he came. And, yeah, it was dope. And so then um, a week later, he had me come to Ill Mind's crib. And wow. that's where he re- Yo, it was so cool. <laughs> but <laughs> that's where he um, He was like, yeah, just pull up. And, like, I walked in, like, Ill Mind opened the door. And I was like, oh, my God, don't, like, don't because like yeah you know underground rap has always been like my my favorite 90s r&b and underground rap mm-hmm. for sure so i was like oh my god this is wild like what do i do mm-hmm. <laughs> so um yeah and it was at his home studio and then we recorded i did the um background vocals for we hear mm-hmm. and uh yeah that was dope and like that happened i moved away from music for a while and um yeah i was chilling with term and stat and term was like yeah, yeah i got this b i got this part i got this song that and he played it for me and he was like yeah you know sky is right and i was like yo son that's so crazy <laughs> and i told him the story and he was like, yeah, well, boom. So, yeah, that's how that happened. So it was mm-hmm. a very full circle moment. Same thing with Turn was a very full circle moment. Uh, yeah. Desert Eagle was my joint for a very long time. And mm-hmm. then when I met him, I was like, oh, shit. Like, and same thing with Stat. Like, it was all a very, the, the people that I kind of fell in with um, and Sixth Sense, you know, same thing. It was, yeah. like, huge people that I were huge fans of. And it's funny because not everyone knows them because of, like, the circuit that they run in. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they were huge to me. So it was very yeah. dope to, like, work with people that I've, I've always wanted to but never really understood a lane in which I could work with them because I was very, you know, Broadway centered and theater centered. Yeah. And I sing R and B. Like, why would I be working with these like <laughs> these rugged hip hop producers and shit? Like you go to these rap shows. I'm like, ooh, y'all, y'all brought me to these rap rap shows. <laughs> like, let me get my bougie ass out here. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's been very dope. But I've, mm. you know, same thing. Paul Wall, like what? Paul Wall That's Paul crazy. is the coolest human being in the world. He he's, seems like it. He's so nice. He's one of the nicest people ever. And yeah, mm. we we did the we did the song, we did the video. I had a broken foot in the video, which oh is really God. funny. Yeah, and everyone's like, Why are you posting on the wall? I'm like, because I couldn't walk because I had a broken foot but um, yeah he was he was the nicest person ever mm-hmm. it's really dope we actually have another um, song coming out I think it's in April yeah Oof. yeah yeah. Ooh, yeah exclusive yeah. stay busy exclusives there you go <laughs> but yeah um, so it's, it's really dope and he's a great person to work with and it's cool it's to make those relationships and you know have people that always want to come back and work with you because like yeah. you know again it's your longevity that really matters mm-hmm. yeah 100% um, I wanted to ask about um, as an R&B artist because we, we, we've had, you know, we've had a bunch of them. And, like, for example, one said he doesn't listen to R&B at all, really. Oh. He, he primarily listens to rap. And, mm. you know, you said 90s R&B and, like, underground rap is your favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the two, which one would you say that you listen to or enjoy more? Oh, I love me some 90s R&B. Yeah. R&B. I love <laughs> me some R&B, child. Yeah. Um, but definitely, yeah, underground rap is, is definitely a huge part mm-hmm. of what I, But, yeah, 90s R&B. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. For sure, all day, every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. I want to touch on this yoga instructor thing. How did yeah. that? How, how, how did you get into that? <laughs> um, so I've always loved yoga, um, mm. but during the pandemic, um, I was like, well, I guess it's still the pandemic, right? But during <laughs> lockdown, technically, technically. <laughs> um, but during lockdown, I was, you know, I, I lost my job unfortunately, and I was like, well, what, what am I going to do with myself? Yeah. Um, Excuse me, my cousin, uh, she started this yoga, t- uh, yoga teacher training. And I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it, I'll do it. Why mm. not? And um, it was, yo, it was no funny. It was a life-changing experience. Mm. Like, I, I definitely feel like it changed me a lot as mm. a person. Um, it changed the way I, I kind of, like, in the way I process things, the way that I see things, the my approaches to things. I'm, I'm slightly less aggressive. <laughs> but, um, you know, just when you have to think about things from that kind of perspective. And I, it was a really immersive program, so I was in it for a really long time. I did a 500-hour course. Wow. Yeah. 500 God. hours. That's 500 crazy. Hours. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And a lot of yoga. And, you know, it, uh, I think people really think that it's just like, okay, you're doing just yoga and that's it. But a lot of it is, you know, a lot of, like, internal work and, mm-hmm. you know, because you have to – as a yoga teacher, you have to be a healer to other people, right? Yeah. So, like, you can't do that if you're a hot mess yourself. And, like, you know, I'm not a hot mess, but I was. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it was it was really dope. And mm. it's definitely something I recommend people to do because mm. it, it absolutely kind of realigns your thinking a bit. So mm. it's dope, yeah. It yeah, really I've, cool. I've tried yoga out a little bit. It was it's cool. I, I haven't been, like, consistent with it. But every That's time I've done it, I've I've enjoyed it. Right? So I, I want to get into it a nice way to center yourself. Yeah, that <laughs> stretching is necessary. Stretching all is great. That, all that, so 100%. I definitely want to talk about about uh, your relationship with woke media, we got Jess and Cat here, the homies. Gang, gang, gang. Um, <laughs> how did that? How did that relationship come together? And you know, what, what do you love feel like? Jess. No, let me stop. Like, <laughs> let me count the ways. No, um, so Jess booked. I met Jess at. Jess, what do you mean? She was in trouble. Yeah, I met Jess at um at an event. Um, I yeah, I think she you booked me for that event. Yeah, she mm. booked me for um to sing at this event, and um. Yeah, she was like, yeah, it's good. Like, you know, you're really great. And I was like, th- I, I feel like I just, I was kind of, was I kind of dismissed? I feel bad. I feel like I was wild dismissive at first. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I was kind of like, yeah, okay, cool, things. And then um, she booked me for, uh, it was like the Ace Hotel's 10-year anniversary or something like that. Mm. Um, so she booked me for that. And, you know, it was, I, if what if Jess is nothing else, Jess is persistent, mm-hmm. baby. So she mm-hmm. made sure that, um, you know, she was on my radar and when the time opened up, Jess mm. was like, So you need someone to represent you. And um yeah, I did. And mm. honestly, yeah, no, Jess is the reason why anything happens in my career. So shout out to her and and the whole team. Cause yeah. like, you know, I'm I'm good at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like singing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's you know, music's a business yeah. and it's hard to I feel like as an artist, yes, you know you need to know the business aspect of it, but it's mm-hmm. really hard, at least personally for me, to kind of juggled the business and the creative because a lot of times I'll be like oh my god I want to sing and Jess will be like what do you see how much they're paying you no and I'm like but I really want to do it and she's like think about it like you have to value your art Mm. and as artists we just get so excited for opportunities just to do anything just to sing Mm -hmm. you know and it's it's definitely made me you know having having solid representation has really made me look at the value of my of my work mm. definitely for sure yeah y'all gotta come with your paper right That's now <laughs> yeah. yesterday's price is not today's it's price not today's <laughs> price and it won't be tomorrow's either like <laughs> but for sure yeah no uh but yeah my whole woke media fam man the mm. shit i appreciate shout out to them it. great people um to to close i want you to talk to our listeners about uh, put it on me and better man, which they will be treated to a live performance <laughs> of, and um, yeah, kind of. Well, you kind of touched on what, what went into those already. So, uh, I guess like 
Actually, rather, let's, let's do this. Okay. I want you <laughs> to give me the Mia J Essentials playlist. Ooh. Damn. Okay. The Mia J. Five, five songs. Five songs? Oh, I was mm-hmm. about to ask you how many songs? Okay. <laughs> 30. <laughs> I was about to say, well, um, Mia J's Essential playlist. Um, okay. Uh, first record would be. Oh, uh, definitely. Again, leave it all behind for an exchange. When mm-hmm. I tell y'all that is such a, per- I feel like it's such a perfectly like orchestrated record. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so good. Um, okay, so leave it all behind. Um, si te vas by Mark Anthony. Okay, for sure. That's an amazing song. Um, oh, um, damn, uh, Lil Wayne, no ceilings, but off. The no ceilings, motherfucker, good morning. That one, I won't sing the whole song because it's so inappropriate. But that one, no ceilings. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I'm Your Baby Tonight, Whitney. Okay. And um, That's four. One more. One more. Bring it uh, home. Frank Sinatra, Ladies of Tramp. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I'm right. a huge Frank fan. Like I know, like he's got his issues. Listen, but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge Frank Sinatra fan. Um, my dad's really heavy into jazz, and we used to. My dad has an. When I was growing up, he had an Acura Legend, mm. and we used to drive around in his Acura Legend and listen to Frank Sinatra. So yeah, it's definitely. Uh, yeah, it holds a hold a little special place in my. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Central's well, place. Damn, that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the hard hitting journalism here. Hard hitting journalism here. Well, thank you so much for pulling up. Exactly. Really, really enjoyed this of conversation. Um, and your energy and the authenticity. Thank truly, you. truly bringing the bad and busy energy to oh, busy sessions. Um, so this has been busy <laughs> sessions, listeners. Uh, make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure that you share it, like, share, comment, subscribe, all that all good that. stuff. Tell the people where they can find you. Um, so you can find me um, anywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Music is streamed. <laughs> sold um at mia j m-i-a-j-a-e so it's the same on all social media platforms and everywhere so yeah um the website's mia j music and yeah hit me up (laughs) perfect perfect well you heard it here first you know where to follow her make sure that you tap into the performances of put it on me and better man they're great y'all enjoy i said i want you to come through and put it on me I said I want you to come through and put it on me, babe I said I want you to come through and put it on me And I'm trying to see how it's gonna be if you put it on me, babe Now pretty papa, how you doing? What you say? It's a mighty fine day for you to come round my way and sugar daddy let you do just what you please Smooth ass game that bring me straight to my knees Say honey baby I got what you need Show you better than I tell you Just don't make me beg and plead You know darling that I'm from a different breed So spin the block I'll set up shop Make sure you never leave Cause I want you to come through and put it on me I said I want you to come through and put it on me I said I want you to come through and put it on me And I'm trying to see how it's gonna be if you put it on me, babe And I'll make you say, ooh, na-na-na-na I'll make you say, ooh, na-na-na-na 
Now listen, this to show you hear this all the time But I promise you ain't never had no love quite like mine So when I saw you standing, boy, I couldn't let you pass Had to move fast on your fine ass So listen, baby, I'm gonna slide you my number Go back to my place and let this love take you under I tell you, sweetheart, I fulfill your fantasy So give me that one chance and I'll make sure you never leave Cause I want you, who'd have put it on me? I said I want you to come through and put it on me, yeah. I said I want you to come through and put it on me, yeah. And I'm trying to see how it's gonna be if you put it on me, yeah. Said I'll make you say ooh, na 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 na. I'll make you say ooh. Na 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 Said I'll make you say ooh, babe Na 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 Said I, said I'll make you say ooh, babe Na 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 Just fine, no, and it don't really matter the day. Cause I know I'm safe in the reach of your embrace, and I know I said I needed some space, but I can't picture waking up and not looking at your face. So no matter what you do, just know I'll always arrive for you. Cause even when you let me down, I'll be here and hold my ground. And I'll do all that I can, and I'll make you a better man. Ain't no storm that we can't stand, I'll make you a better man. And it doesn't really matter the time It doesn't really matter the day You know she leave if she could You know all my girls, they tell me that I should, babe But I don't really care what they say Cause even with these games you play You know I'm here to stay Cause in spite of it all I'm still here, boy After the struggles and the falls Through all these years Right by your side you know I'll be and I'll 
hold my tears And I'm gonna follow you to war Long as it's me you're fighting for Is it me you're fighting for? So no matter what you do Just know I'll always arrive for you Cause even when you let me down I'll be here and hold my The day, cause I'm yours and you are mine. I'm yours and you are mine. I'm yours and you were mine. Yeah, cool.